You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Maggie Bertram, and today I'm joined by Sarah McLean. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Maggie. Ready to talk about session three? Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. It starts to get a little bit heavier from here on yeah. out, but, but it's going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be good. It is. Yeah, it's a little bit of a tougher one, but like we said at the start of this unit, it ends well for us. That's right. <laughs> so if you haven't guessed it by now, on this episode, we're discussing Unit 26, Session 3, Jesus Was Arrested. And this text is found in Matthew 26, Mark 14, and Luke 22. So Sarah, why don't you start us off with the big idea for this session? Sure. So let's think back to Genesis. When God made the Garden of Eden, it was perfect. But then Adam and Eve sinned because they chose to not trust God's word. Sin came into all the world and into every human heart. We know that all people sin. In this week's session, kids will learn how Jesus was in a garden before he went to the cross. This was not a perfect garden like Eden was. It was a garden full of sadness. But unlike Adam and Eve, Jesus didn't go his own way. Jesus chose to trust his father. He is the better Adam who came to die for our sins. Thank you. So now we're going to head into talking about activities that might need some extra prep or some extra instructions to make them a little bit clearer, a little bit easier. So I'm going to start off with the preschool activities, and then Sarah will finish up with our kids' activities. For younger preschool, the welcome activity involves printing off the praying hands printable, and you're going to hide those pictures around the room before preschoolers arrive. So just a heads up that you're going to want to have that done before the session starts. And, and just a reminder to have those pictures hidden in plain sight for preschoolers to find so that they can bring them to you. And then for preschool worship, there's an activity called Make a Crane Hands a Reminder. And the leader guide says to trace the child's hands palms up with the pinkies touching each other. But this actually may be easier if their hands are palms down on the table with their thumbs touching. It just might be a little bit easier to do it that way than what was originally stated. So Sarah, why don't you take us through what our kids are doing this week? Sure. So for younger kids, there's an activity called Garden Prayer Cup. And for this activity, before the session, it might be helpful to already have the words Garden Prayer Cup written on each kid's cup. Sometimes with younger kids, it can be hard for them to spell those kinds of words, longer words. And it'll also just allow for this activity not to take as long as you're waiting on that. And it also will probably be helpful to have a sample already made for kids to see the final craft to kind of give them an idea of what they're making. For older kids, there's an activity called Create a Timeline. And leaders could provide each group with a large sheet of craft paper to write down their events. So in the leader guide originally, it's written as dividing up the timeline between six groups. But if you really would prefer to have each group look at all the events of the timeline as their own group, then you could do that as well. And then after all groups have completed writing, leaders could tape each paper side by side in the wall to create the timeline. For midweek, there is a activity called sensory bags. And for this one, you probably want to use a thicker Ziploc bag, like a freezer bag, so that it's sturdier. Awesome. Those sound like fun activities. So now we're going to wrap up 
our episode by talking about what we are excited about or what stands out to us about this session. And leaders, I know that this might initially seem like a difficult session to teach. And I know that it can be, even as adults, it can be a difficult session for us to read and approach and and it can feel sad and heavy. But we have to remember that this is part of a bigger story, right? That's the whole, you know, that's right? That's sort of the whole approach of the gospel project. This is just one part of a bigger story. This is one part of a bigger purpose of what Jesus came for. And so we want to really remember that and emphasize that going into this story. But one of the things that I am especially excited about is that I love that we see the humanity of Jesus in the moment, in this moment in the Garden of Gethsemane, when he asks God to spare him from what is coming, but then ultimately says, but I want to do your plan. And I I think it just reminds us that he felt this pain to the fullest extent, right? He was not spared from it. He was not immune from the pain, but he still chose the way of the cross out of his desire to bring us redemption and out of his desire to draw us back to the Father. And I think that that can bring us to a place of humility, but also to a place of extreme gratitude, right? Because he chose to feel that great pain that we can't even imagine out of love for us. And so I think that we can really end on that high note for kids and we can really end on, you know, we want, we want kids to understand the sadness and the pain that Jesus felt, but we also want them to realize that he did it out of love and to see the the positive out of that. So Sarah, how about you? What are you excited about? Yeah, that's really great. I love that, Maggie. I'm just excited for kids to grasp the innocence of Jesus, to remember that he never sinned. And I think that's huge because he never sinned and yet he willingly laid down his life for us. And so to, like you were saying, for kids to kind of grasp this concept of his love and to understand that he did this out of love for us, that he did this out of obedience to his father changes how we live. And I just pray that as kids begin to really comprehend the magnitude of Christ's sacrifice, that we can pray that their hearts will be softened to hear and believe the good news when they understand just how much God loves them, how much Jesus sacrificed for them that their hearts will be softened to say, yes, I want to trust in Jesus. I want to live my life for him. And then we can also pray that they will grow in love for Jesus and desire to live with him out of that thankful heart, out of being grateful for what he's done and out of love for him. So good. And such a great reminder of why we teach and why we lead kids each week, right? It's so that they can grow in love for God and godliness, right? So good. Thank you for that, Sarah. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope that you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the gospel project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the gospel project for preschool and kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.